The workplace is changing. By 2020, millennials made up 50% of the American workforce. And by 2025, they will make up 75%. As a diversity, equity, and inclusion professional, you need to be prepared to manage millennials and Generation Z in the workplace. They are different than any other generation that has come before them. And in this episode, we will discuss the top five challenges for managing millennials and Generation Z in your workplaces. Hey, y'all, it's Abdullah, and this is the Equileader Podcast. Welcome to the Equileader Podcast. I'm Abdullah Muhammad. DEI educator, consultant, strategist, and a 25-year veteran of these management and leadership streets. The Equileader is here to provide practical and actionable content for the frontline professional who cares about diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. This is your podcast, and you are the Equileaders. So without further ado, let's get into it. Equileaders, what's good and welcome back. I wanted to give a little riff about managing millennials and Gen Zers in the workplace. I know this is an often talked about thing in management circles, but in the trenches day to day, I have a sneaking suspicion that most people don't actively think about it. And when you consider that, according to the latest HR research, there are over 1.5 million managers of every ilk currently in the workforce. And the average manager is 44 years old. And with that demographic difference, I can all but assure you that more managers than would actually admit it can't relate to how our younger employees view and approach work. As equileaders, We should always be assessing challenges and bottlenecks in our work and in our industries. Now, as far as bottlenecks go, they can be internal or external from having a top heavy leadership structure that slows down innovation and rapid movement to industry bottlenecks such as geography or supply chain. And as I've alluded to before, one of the most pressing challenges is a workforce that is skewing ever more younger. So, Here's my take on five challenges with managing and leading millennials and Generation Zers in the workplace. Challenge number one. The first challenge is that millennials and Generation Z are the most diverse generations. They're often more likely to be of a minority race or ethnicity, more likely to identify as LGBTQIA+ and more likely to have a disability or to disclose a mental health diagnosis. This diversity brings with it new challenges that are unfamiliar to many managers. As a manager, you will need to be aware of these differences and how they may impact your employees. You also need to be prepared to address any bias or discrimination that may occur. Managers can be prepared to meet these challenges by doing things that increase their learning or increasing their cultural competence and strengthening their workplace equity muscles to the point that true equity and community is baked into your organization rather than treating it as an add-on or a special project for special people who need special protections and considerations. 
Workplace culture has come a long way in recent years with, for example, respect to gender identity and orientation, but there are still some challenges that LGBTQIA millennials and Generation Z employees face. And one of the biggest challenges is the lack of visibility of LGBTQIA people in leadership and management roles. This can make it difficult for young queer people to see themselves in positions of power and influence. Additionally, many workplaces still have a long way to go in terms of creating inclusive environments for all employees. And this can be particularly challenging, again, for those trans and non-binary folks who often face discrimination and exclusion in the workplace. However, there are also many opportunities for queer millennials and Gen Z employees to create positive change in your workplaces. By speaking out about their experiences and advocating for inclusive policies, they can help to create a more inclusive workplace for everyone. Many workplaces are still geared, for example, towards a heteronormative culture. Now, this can be seen in the way that management and leadership styles are often geared toward a patriarchal model, which can make it difficult for non-binary and genderqueer employees to feel like they have a place in your workplace. In addition, many workplace policies and benefits packages are designed with heterosexual couples in mind, which can leave queer employees feeling like they don't fit in. Our queer employees and colleagues can help us with this, but understand this is a majority culture problem. Our culture is bent toward being heteronormative. Now, only about 7% of the country identifies as LGBTQIA+. So inclusion in this area doesn't mean ignoring or marginalizing our queer friends because they're not in the numerical majority. It means deliberately creating spaces that don't treat them as aberrant in their personhood or expression. It means not assuming that being straight or cisgendered is the only or the preferred way to be. Now, this part is a bit of a tangent, but I want to be clear on this. I say this because not only being tolerant, but being welcoming of our LGBTQIA friends is a challenge in our modern culture and workplace. And I don't say this for the purpose of pandering or virtue signaling. And as a matter of respect for the common humanity of our fellow human beings, I believe that this is the only way to be if one strives to be a loving, caring, compassionate, and reciprocal person. I think I read somewhere from some obscure, itinerant Jewish teacher somewhere, sometime in the ether, about loving your neighbor as yourself. Message! Now, it's not all doom and gloom, and your LGBTQIA staff bring tremendous value to your workplace. For example, queer employees often have a better understanding of diversity and inclusion, which can be an asset in creating a more inclusive workplace. In addition, queer employees also bring creativity and fresh perspective to the workplace, which can be beneficial for all employees. So again, while there are some challenges that LGBTQIA plus millennials and Gen Zers face in your workplace, there are also some distinct advantages that they bring to the table. 
Now, to make your millennial and Gen Z employees more included and productive at work, it is important to focus on creating a strong and positive workplace culture and to also be welcoming. This means fostering an environment that encourages collaboration and creativity, as these are the qualities that Generation Zers and Millennials value most. And it's important to provide regular feedback and opportunities for growth and development. Listen, Equileaders, tell your Millennials and your Gen Z folks, tell them what they mean in your organizations and the value they bring. Finally, Managers should be willing to listen to their employees' ideas and strive to cultivate trust and respect throughout the workplace. By doing all of these things, you can help your younger workers feel heard and engaged, resulting in increased productivity and overall satisfaction at work and possibly even employee longevity. So if you're trying to bring out the best in your Gen Z and millennial employees, Remember these simple tips and you are sure to see results. Another key factor in maximizing the productivity of millennials and Gen Z workers is providing them with the tools and the guidance and the training and the specific metrics that they need to succeed. Now, This may involve offering training programs or encouraging your employees to attend relevant workshops or conferences both within and outside their field. And managers should be available whenever their employees have questions or concerns, as these young professionals often prefer direct interaction versus conferencing or emailing or IMing. Now, by taking these steps, you can help ensure that your millennial and Gen Z employees feel included and, again, supported and motivated in the workplace. And as every good leader knows, engaged workers are always more productive. The second challenge is that millennials and Generation Zers are more likely to change jobs. A recent Gallup report on millennials found that generation more likely to job hop than other groups. 21% of millennials said they've changed jobs within the past year, more than three times the number of millennials who reported the same. They are also more likely to be unemployed or underemployed. Now, this can be a challenge for managers who are used to their employees being with the same company for years. And in today's fast-paced, constantly changing workplace, it can be difficult to retain that young talent because millennials and members of Generation Z are known for their impatience and their unwillingness to stay at a job forever. And they're also known for their unwillingness to just take directions on blind faith. Rationales have to be provided. However, a good workplace culture combined with effective management techniques can go a long way in encouraging your millennial and Gen Z employees to stick around longer. So here's the average length of stay of employees by generation. Gen Zers average a length of time spent at a job about two years and three months. For millennials, that figure is two years and nine months. And while Gen Xers, those folks in my generation, remain at a job for an average of five years and two months. 
and baby boomers stay about eight years and three months at a job. And that's all according to career builder data in 2021. At the heart of any successful workplace culture is a sense of openness and collaboration. By fostering an environment where employees are free to share their ideas, employers can help instill a greater sense of ownership in their workers. Additionally, creating opportunities for regular feedback from both superiors and peers helps millennials understand how they are viewed by others and gives them clear goals to strive for. So feeling included and valued will, again, certainly go a long way to help increase longevity in your organization. Now, in terms of management strategies, it's important that managers make an effort to develop meaningful relationships with each member of their team. Now, this is hard to do if one manages a significantly large team, but I would I would argue that managing a significantly large team that is not broken into smaller cohorts becomes unwieldy anyway. So this could mean setting aside time for informal conversations or recognizing individual achievements in group meetings, doing quick stand-ups in the morning, or celebrating longevity for years of experience or anniversary dates. Timely feedback, for example, on performance can also help millennials engage and encourage them to continue working hard on your company's behalf. And with the right combination of workplace culture and effective management, you can again be sure that your millennial employees will be staying at your job for much longer. There's no doubt that attracting and retaining top talent is a major challenge in today's workforce, especially with relative low unemployment and the now pervasiveness of telework agreements and flexible work arrangements that don't require you to come into the office for 40 hours a week. Now, creating a strong company culture that values work-life balance and values mentorship opportunities and continuous feedback can also help retain that young talent for years to come. Additionally, Regular communication with employees and providing, again, clear parameters on their day-to-day role are key in not only making your team feel valued and invested, but also instilling a sense of fairness in a person's career trajectory. A strategy that can help keep your millennial workers is implementing some innovative management techniques like scrum or agile practices. I mentioned those stand-ups earlier. These frameworks often encourage collaborative decision-making, flexibility, rapid data collection, all things that millennial staff and Gen Z staff tend to value highly and often excel at. And finally, offering ongoing professional development opportunities through these things like, again, online courses, training sessions, conferences, can be another great way to engage those younger folks and keep them around. And after all, Millennials expect fast tracking and they expect frequent promotions often more than any other generation. So rather than getting burned out by the mundane, it helps them feel respected, accomplished, and again, feel that they've made a contribution to the greater good. Challenge number three. Millennials and Generation Zers are the most educated generations. 
They are the first generation of digital natives that have grown up with technology and have high expectations for their work environment. Equileaders as managers and leaders and people who seek to create great change in your organizations, you need to provide these young people with the tools and resources they need to be successful. You also need to be able to challenge them and help them grow. And you should also be able and humble enough to learn from them. The best ideas don't always come from the people with the longevity. Sometimes the best ideas come with the folks who have fresh eyes. And due to advances in technology and growing workplace culture pressures, these young adults are often more driven than ever before to learn new skills and develop their talents. Compared to previous generations like us old Gen X fogies, millennials and Gen Z have higher rates of college attendance, more opportunities for career advancement, and greater access to training programs because, again, they're digital natives. So furthermore, the advent of social media and things like Twitter and that fast, rapid response type of social networks have played a key role in shaping millennial and Gen Z culture. And as many of these young adults are accustomed to working collaboratively with people from all over the world instantly. Now, at the heart of this educational trend is a shift in management style that prioritizes innovation and creativity among employees. So managers, give millennials and Gen Zers more independence and flexibility when it comes to developing new products, new services, new solutions, and solving interesting problems. This will result in a workplace that is constantly pushing the envelope and driving innovation forward. So if you're looking for an edge in today's competitive job market, and if you want to stay viable, you'd better be, it's no surprise that young people are your best asset. They're simply the most educated generation yet, and they are hungrier than us old fogies. So why are the Generation Zers and Millennials more educated? Well, part of it has to do with the changing workplace culture and, quite simply, market demands. Millennials and Gen Zers are more likely to value, as I said before, collaboration and creativity in the workplace. And so they are more likely to challenge the traditional ideas about management. And frankly, they don't want to be managed. Millennials and Gen Zers want to be led until they can lead themselves. As a result, employers are increasingly looking for employees that have the skills and abilities that these young millennials and Gen Zers have to offer. So the folks we tend to hire tend to be more talented. But another reason for their educational success is simply that they are better prepared for the challenges of the 21st century. With the world becoming increasingly complex, employers need employees who can think critically and solve interesting problems quickly. And devising creative solutions is exactly what these people are good at. The fourth challenge is that millennials and Generation Zers are the most independent generations. So recall these angsty Generation Xers, right? Now, Think about Generation Zers a little bit differently. Now, millennials and Gen Zers prefer to work independently and are often resistant to authority figures. 
as a manager, you need to be able to give them space when they need to work independently, but you also need to be able to provide them with guidance and support and encouragement when they need it. And as I've said a few moments ago, your millennial and Gen Z folks want to be led, not managed. In order to successfully lead millennials and Gen Z in the workplace, it's important to approach them with a flexible, forward-thinking style. So this means creating a culture that encourages collaboration and, again, rewards creativity quickly without micromanaging or without stifling independence and creativity. So one key strategy for doing this is to focus on building trust and open lines of communication. And this can be done by encouraging employees to share their feedback and their ideas openly, listening thoughtfully to what they have to say, and providing them with honest and consistent performance reviews. Another important factor is setting clear expectations for tasks and projects. Millennials in particular have been criticized for lacking attention to detail. Again, this is the ADHD generation, or so we think. And not following through on commitments is a hallmark of what Generation Xers and older people think of these millennials. However, when proactive steps are taken to ensure that everyone is on the same page from the start, these issues can be easily addressed. And I can tell you, Equal Leaders, that many of my most talented people that I have ever led have been millennials. And I have had what I believe is the rare privilege of having had several absolute rainmakers on previous sales teams and on my current teams today. And their energy is infectious and can set a workplace and a sales team and a culture on absolute fire. So some of the most fun and the most success I've had doing business was with my millennial and Gen Z friends. It was an absolute blast. So overall, if you want to lead millennials and Gen Z effectively without micromanaging them, it's important to create a dynamic workplace culture that fosters growth and engagement while maintaining very high levels of accountability and productivity. Now, by prioritizing their needs and empowering them as true partners in your organization's success, you will set yourself up for long-term successes, both professionally and personally. The fifth and final challenge is that millennials and Generation Zers are the most social generations. This one's obvious, right? But they love to connect with others and are always looking for new ways to connect. As a manager, you need to provide them with opportunities to connect with others. You also need to be aware of the potential for conflict and make sure that you are managing it effectively. Now, this can fly in the face of cultures that value head down, stay in your seat cubicles, only talk at lunch kind of sorts of environments. But do just a brief Google search on the top performing companies and you will see that a social and collaborative culture is the hallmark of most of them. Equileaders, if you are trying to positively impact your culture, consider that a clue. Message. And when it comes to holding millennials and Generation Zers accountable, one of the most important things is setting expectations from the start. In order to do this, it's crucial 
that workplace culture plays a key role in defining what success looks like and how workers are evaluated. This can take many different forms from longer-term performance reviews to continuous 360 feedback via messaging apps or email, or, and this is one that I highly preach, I highly preach this in my workplaces, have one-on-one meetings with your staff at least monthly. So there's going to be lots of opportunities for, I'm going to call it fly-by or drive-by supervision, but have some dedicated time where you slow things down, have a conversation to connect with your staff, find out what their needs are, let them know how they're doing, let them know how much you appreciate them, and let them know what they can expect from you. So managers should make an effort to give clear directions and hold regular meetings, regular team meetings, that is, so that everyone knows what's expected of them and that everything stays on track. And when problems arise, teams and leaders should address issues quickly and respectfully so that people have a clear understanding of what they need to work on going forward. In short, by fostering a supportive and collaborative environment and providing meaningful guidance, we can ensure that both generations are held accountable in the workplace while also meeting their needs as employees. After all, as I've said many times before, If we want them to succeed, we have to set realistic expectations without sacrificing our standards. Managing millennials and Generation Z can be a challenge, especially if you don't understand them and if you're not seeking to. But if you're prepared, it can also be a richly and deeply enjoyable and rewarding experience. These two generations have so much to offer our workplaces, and they have so much to offer not only the culture of our businesses and our organizations, but they have so much they can bring to the value of the top line and the bottom line, and for those organizations that aren't profit-driven. With their diversity, their education, and their social skills, they are sure to make a positive impact in your spaces. So ask yourself, Are you prepared to manage millennials and Generation Zers? So, Equileaders, I would love to hear from you. What questions or promising practices would you like to share? Email me at info at monarchtd.com with special questions for your workplace or industry. I'd love to answer any key questions. So, until next time, y'all, good luck in them trenches. I'm right there with you. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the Equileader Podcast. Once again, if you want to reach out, you can hit me up on my email at info at monarchtd.com. The Equileader Podcast is a production of Monarch Training and Development.